We just kind of got to start. Unless we want to like hum the open ourselves. Off the radar. Off the radar. Off the radar. I think that was a good way to start it. Hey, welcome back. Another episode of Off the Radar. Please tell me that part doesn't make the cut. Oh, it certainly does, John. Welcome back. If you haven't heard before, this is John Birchfield. John, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. It's been about three months now that I've been at the station, <laughs> and we're finally getting around to my first podcast. Okay, we're a little bit tardy. Um, now, in fairness, we did, we did do an episode of Off the Radar with you already, correct? We did, but that episode evaporated, so to speak. Yeah, we, we took a little too, too long to put it together. So, um, well, here we are again. This is your, your re-reintroduction, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, so, John Birchfield, uh, you've been with the station now for about three months. Uh, you're a former intern of ours. You, you've been around the block here at WTOL a couple times. I am, yeah. Learned, learned everything you taught me in that summer 2015. Uh, learned he learned the what best. not to do. Learned what not to do from Ryan. Uh, okay, let's just get the formalities out of the way, John. Give everybody like the little, the 30 second roadmap, where you started, where you're from, how you got here. Yeah, so I'm a native Toledoan. Um, I was raised in Sylvania. My parents still live there. Graduated from Southview, so I'm a cougar. Yeah. Yeah? I'm a Bowling Green Bobcat. We're like NL We're not rivals. rivals. We're... No, not really. No, we are not that good. Yeah, rivalries <laughs> are usually a little more even. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. All right, go ahead. Okay, so on that note, sorry to offend all our Bowling Green viewers, <laughs> but hopefully got a few Sylvania viewers there. So yeah, I grew up in Sylvania. Um, WTOL, of course, was my station of choice growing up. So I got- You're paid to say that now, right? It's true. Okay, it's no, true. it's true. Okay, it's true. Um, so yeah, so grew up, this probably <laughs> dates Robert a little bit, but I grew up watching Robert. No, it's all right. Even, I, did, I did too. We make fun of him all the time. We'll get him on, on, on an Yeah, Robert actually out. started working here the year I was born. I just Okay, now that. that maybe he won't like to hear as much. It's, it's just a true fact. Okay. But, but um, so, so yeah, I grew up in Sylvania. Then I decided to take my meteorological endeavors off to New York where I went to study meteorology at Cornell, um, which is a little bit of a different climate than Toledo. It tends to be colder and snowier, mm -hmm. and, um, but it's fun. I like winter weather. Winter, so you're smart. Like, you're, like, really smart. You went to Cornell. Well, I mean, if anyone's ever watched The Office, they'll know that Andy Bernard also <laughs> went to Cornell. I had, had to throw in that reference. a good line to have in your back pocket. I, I had like to throw that. in that reference. Yeah. yeah, but I liked Cornell not only for the meteorology program, but also just for the town of Ithaca and how scenic and beautiful it is. And Aww. Shout that. out Ithaca. Right. Shout out to Ithaca. Yeah. Yeah, so spent three years there. I was a um, fill-in meteorologist at a station in Elmira, New York there. So we forecast for northern Pennsylvania and southern Every time you say Elmira, I think of the Oak Ridge Boys. I think of Elvira. Elvira. That's all I think I remember of. you saying that back in 2015. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of 2015, I was an intern here then, as Ryan alluded to, uh, the summer before my senior year. And right after graduation, landed my first TV gig in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So um, I like to think that the weather there is fairly similar. just kind of happens about an hour or two earlier in Fort Wayne. That often tends to be the case, except for like pop-up variety thunderstorms, sure. but, um, but similar climatologically. So I was there in Fort Wayne for three, three years doing weather and then recently moved back to Toledo. Now I want to know, okay, move back to Toledo. Uh, we were excited to get you, you back in the office, uh, get you on shift. We knew right away we were going to get you going, but your, your first day was pretty fun, right? Yeah, I kind of came into my first day expecting to do some paperwork, some getting to know you, um, formalities, but I ended up doing tornado warning coverage <laughs> in my first day of work. Which, <laughs> it was great. It was great, let's be honest, but 
I feel like that's only fitting for a meteorologist. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it originally started off being kind of a, a summer-like sunny day, and of course the atmosphere was ripe and ready for some severe thunderstorms, and boom, did they pop up. We had several tornado warnings that day. So um, yeah, busy, busy. I actually did one air, on-air segment that day and lots of behind-the-scenes stuff. That was great. Stuff. Yeah. It was just awesome. We wanted to get you on the air fast, but that was a little faster than I think we, what, was, what was planned, right? I was a little bit terrified, but it went well and definitely sort of eased the nerves for the subsequent shows there. Who the heck is that on WTO 11? Oh, that's our new meteorologist. Hey, by the way, tornado warning, Southern Wood, like that's the sort of thing that was going on. Yeah, yeah, but that's a good way to learn. And also it says a lot about our weather around here. That now it, you, yeah, but this was not like something where you walked in and it was, you were wide-eyed or anything about tornado coverage. No. Over in Fort Wayne, give me, give me some highlights. What were some major weather events that happened over there? Well, actually just a couple weeks before I moved here, we had a big tornado outbreak um, right around Memorial Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so at the very end of May, we probably had four or five tornado warnings going at the same time, and there were a couple confirmations. In fact, I think there was an EF3, at least, an EF3, but there was an EF4 in Dayton, I want to say. I think that, that was the night of the Dayton tornado. Yeah. A lot of people around here will remember that one that went across yep. I-75. Those storms started up by South Bend, kind of skirted by your view, well, skirted through your view. They area. did. It was all yeah. part of the same system, and then there was the, the other notable one that unfortunately proved deadly in Salina. Uh, that was all the same tornado outbreak. So yeah, that, that was several weeks before I moved here. Of course, a lot of folks remember the... Um... Yeah, no, it's all right. You heard us stop talking. You wanna, you wanna come on and be a part of Off the Radar, Lauren? Oh, that's just our news director coming in. No, she's waving frantically right now. She, she, she wants no part everything. of that. We've got to Look start over. Yeah, we're very busy back here. <laughs> News Director Lauren, we are very busy back here all the time. No, we're no, actually look, doing the lights on. Can't you see the lights on? We got we've got the recorder up Sorry, over here. I apologize. Hi everybody. <laughs> see, this is great. Bye. John's talking about his first day when he got to do tornado coverage. Oh yeah. How much fun that was. I was a little nervous. And yeah. then I watched you and I was like, he's amazing. You're you probably go. more nervous than I was. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are getting a sneak peek at what it's really like back here in the Weather Center. We just get people coming back here all the time. All the are time. we were we going to be in trouble? We you are. Right. I was actually going to talk to you about some things. Oh, all right. Uh, well, sorry, we got a no, podcast. No. Can't do it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, got a podcast. Can't do this. All right, thank you. you the listeners out there are saving me. <laughs> See, isn't that fun? It is fun. Where right. were we? You were talking about uh, Fort Wayne tornadoes. Tornadoes, yeah. Okay, yeah, so one more, one more noteworthy event that a lot of Toledoans probably remember was um, back in August of 2016. It was a pretty significant tornado outbreak, and at least in northern Indiana, there were probably 20 to 30 tornadoes that day. Um, mm -hmm. There was one that a lot of people probably saw the video of the, the Starbucks in Kokomo that got obliterated that day. Um, there was an EF3 near Fort Wayne. It was just... And that was a surprise day because we had a couple of tornadoes here and we even went back, talked to the National Weather Service offices, the one in northern Indiana, uh, the one in Cleveland as well, because we had um, a tornado that was basically working up the Maumee River. As it was exiting your viewing area mm -hmm. when you were in Fort Wayne, came through Defiance County, lifted right to the west of Napoleon. Um, that is still a weird, severe weather setup, and, and there'll be, I think we'll do an episode on that at some point, just, that yeah. was weird. It is, it was definitely a learning experience for a lot of meteorologists, because it was somewhat unexpected. Um, even the Storm Prediction Center outlook only had us under a marginal risk, so mm. typically those days, 
you know, are, are just run of the mill. So. Would be like what we had last night. Right. For people that are listening, this is now Wednesday. So Tuesday night, the thunderstorms that we had. Sure, there's going to be some storms that are strong, might, might be even be severe with some strong gusty winds, but it's pretty isolated to, to get right. the sort of damage we would not be expecting what happened that right. day. Uh, we're coming up on the anniversary of that because that was in 2016. That yeah. was August 24th, 2016. Yeah, so a couple days from now, actually. Wow, good yeah. timing. So that'll <laughs> that'll be a good learning experience for um, for hopefully meteorology classes in the future who want to study an interesting case study in tornado events. Okay, so let's learn a little bit more about you, John. For everybody who's sitting out there, uh, you you run a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I do tend to gravitate you towards. You run distances that I get tired driving, yeah. okay? <laughs> yeah, so everyone at the station made a huge deal about how I ran 32 miles at Oak Openings last Monday. That is a big deal, 32 <laughs> miles, like, that's that's more people, than a marathon. Yeah, and most people are like, oh my gosh, if I had to drive 32 miles, that would be <laughs> the worst day. Yes, that was me, I was yeah. the one saying that. Okay, yeah. uh, so you, you like running. I do like running. Um, I, do, I do tend to gravitate more towards the trails, so I do like all the metro parks in Toledo. Um, I actually just discovered a metro park near Waterville um, the other week. There's like a nine-mile gravel towpath that goes along the Maumee River. Sure, it's goes, the coolest thing. It goes all the way to Grand Rapids. Yeah, I didn't know about it, and there's no traffic, no cars. You can just run and not have to worry about that. You can run your heart out out there, yeah. John. You won't run into many people. It's a cool path, though, especially as autumn comes in, where you go through yeah. great... Uh, Bend View Park there, yeah. the little uh, stone lodge that's out there. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah, and that's like one of those little treasures that there's a lot of cool things in Toledo I didn't know about growing up here, and now that I live here, it's fun to discover them. It's fun to discover, kind of rediscover. You just went back to the Toledo Zoo for the first time in a while. I went back to the zoo and fed the giraffes. And Did I, you go through the tunnel? Yes. And? Do you, you, the one that goes over the? No, that's, that's a bridge. The bridge. A tunnel goes under. The tunnel, I didn't go under the tunnel. <laughs> Uh, you're probably too young to even remember the t like the tunnel back in the day, right? Yeah. Oh man, now I feel old. We were making fun of Robert. <laughs> yeah, they oh, probably boy. closed the tunnel for you. Yeah, that tunnel used to exist below the Anthony Wayne Trail. It was great. It would echo. Wow. It was dark. It was scary. Pretty sure there were like bats and like live creatures in there and stuff. It's part of the zoo experience. Yeah, it's a lot cleaner now. Yeah, it's really yeah. really well done. Well, so now I have to go back to good. check out the tunnel. Yeah. You have to do the tunnel. It's but, like yeah. a must. But yeah, they have been a lot of cool renovations, like the museum. Um, I still have only like, kind of walked through it. What was the cool part of that? Well, the second floor has all the creepy crawlies if you're into the snakes and the arachnids and yeah. all that stuff. The cool. rainforest. Yeah. The greenhouse fun. looks pretty cool it out is there. pretty sweet. Yeah. All right. So we learned a lot about you. So before, right, like probably two minutes before we started recording this podcast, uh, this episode off the radar, I was handed by our marketing director. We, we have like this employee board, right? When you walk in, John, into the station here, like they want to know, they want to know about you and everybody else. Like they want to, it's a get to know yes, you kind of board, I got right? an email about that today, actually. Okay, so, uh, so I got handed a sheet. It says, what makes you special? Tamara, if you're out there watching, thank you for handing this to me. It's a great uh, conversation piece for this episode. Uh, John, that was, that was a lot about you. Here we go. I'm going to go through this. Um, what makes you special? This is I'm filling this out, but I kind of want yourself. I kind of want me to tell you. I, yeah, I kind of want to use your answers for me. Okay, do you think so, we can do this. So you want me to basically just give you a bunch of compliments? Yeah. Well, no, I have to. I have to <laughs> what makes you special? I have to say favorite music. Like, what's your favorite music? I the answer to this that I that I listed might offend some viewers, but I said anything but country. There is certain country music that I do like, but John, I would like for you to read the answer I wrote down before you said that. 
<laughs> Ryan says country. That's why we don't <laughs> get like along. That's my number one genre that I listen no, to. No, but Ryan also has a pretty diverse taste in music. Yeah, we, we do listen to a lot of music back here in the Weather Center, right? Yeah. We've, we've always got Spotify or, or kind of something. I'm out. honestly not too picky. Okay. I, I shouldn't diss the give me, Give me, like, if you, could, if you could listen to one band, though, like, just off the top of your head. doesn't have to be your favorite, but, like, what's a band you'd listen to and say, I like them? I, I think Coldplay, probably. Okay. It's, I mean, it's a pretty basic answer. Hobbies. Ooh. I'm gonna put down running. That is one of them. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Not running. That's my hobby. <laughs> okay. I can respect. Hobbies. That. That's a good. I like flying my drone. I have a drone that I fly. What? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty so cool. So I fly a drone. Uh, you can probably I take don't... some cool weather shots with that. Yeah, you can. Uh, it's pretty fun. So just kind of fun to get it up in the air. I don't know. I have a three-year-old, and so I don't have many hobbies anymore. Sleeping. I like when I can get sleep. I really like that. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, favorite streaming or TV show? So just your, like, your favorite TV shows. Okay, I answered The Office for that. Um, I'm also a huge... I do like The Office. Yeah. Well, since I made the Andy Bernard it's, reference. Yeah, and The Office gets better the older you get, by the way. You're going to appreciate this, John. The older you get, the actually, like there's episodes that are kind of scary accurate in The Office that you used to just laugh at. And you're like, wow, my workplace is like Yeah, this, this. is a little too accurate sometimes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of The Office. There's plenty of other shows, but um, uh, favorite sports teams. You watch what like favorite sport? What do you got? Ohio State. Anything Ohio State. Anything Ohio I State. I tend to be more of a college sports. So fan like a lacrosse a, Ohio State fan. Can you name like the starting lineup? The Ohio State lacrosse. No. Okay, so not just anything Ohio State. No. <laughs> they've got a lot of teams. They do. Yeah. Okay. They they've do. got a lot of teams. Yeah, but I'm a big Buckeye football. fan. Okay. But as far as pro teams go, I'm usually a Detroit fan. So Tigers, Lions. Okay, well, this yeah. is a good market for you then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but college sports, I think, are more entertaining to watch. Favorite sports teams? I don't know. Man. I like the Cavs, although they're a yeah. lot harder to watch without LeBron James True. on it. I'm, I'm kind of an NBA guy. I'm, I'm tall. Well, you're tall too, but yeah. I don't know. I've always liked basketball. I know it's not as popular, yeah. but I don't know. Maybe Cavs, something. Uh, favorite app? Um, I, I do like Radar Scope, which is, oh, of course, the first alert weather app, but Radar Scope is a cool geeky weather app that enables you to look at all sorts of different radar features. You basically get the raw data feed instead of the polished data feed that like the first alert weather app gives you, which is great. Mm -hmm. To most people, all you would want is the polished yeah, view of the To your the everyday radar. Joe, you know, radar scope's not going to help you much, but if you're a weather nerd, then it's very cool. Um, Ooh, a random fact about yourself. I, I just answered these questions earlier, so I'm trying to think what I... Okay, I got one for you. I'm always talking about food, you know that. I like barbecue chips dipped in French onion dip. What led up to the first time you tried that? What, what inspired you? Um, I think I was at like a picnic and it was just, you know, you had some chips left over, there was a little dip left over and it was like, I don't know, let's just, and it was, it was like heaven, it was really good. Huh. So like you get the barbecue ruffle chips, you dip it in some French onion dip, it's just, really good it's like a yin and a yang thing so you might have just you might have just revolutionized and changed the lives of so many of our audience <laughs> there's, there's lots of people out there that are like wow i didn't really consider this before <laughs> you should or you know how all the chip companies do like they reach out to their fans and they're like design the next chip flavor oh like lays like when lays you could make yeah. like a french onion barbecue hybrid chip um, because I've always liked ball riches out of Fremont. You mm -hmm. always get the ball riches, you dip them in the French onion. That's always been phenomenal, but I'm telling you, try barbecue. Huh. Go on one of your long runs and when you're hungry afterwards. 
I do definitely crave salty, especially when it's this hot out and you're sweating. I so would much, imagine so. you do. I saw you with some bubble tea the other day too. I did, yes. That was a pina colada one. I am a, a big fan of bubble tea and the frozen flavors are so much better because they taste more like, you know, like slushies. Oh, I do like slushies. Yeah. Well, this is exciting, John. Uh, what, three months? We finally got it's, you on and off the It's been a crazy, episode. crazy three months, yeah. We're going to be doing a lot more of these episodes. Uh, we're going we're gonna to kind of keep chugging along, having some fun. But, um, you know, as weather events pop up, we'll talk about those. We'll get to know John a little bit better. We're going to bring other people on here. We'll bring guests onto our uh, off-the-radar setback here in the First Alert Weather Center as well. Um, had a really good talk with some of the emergency managers uh, and uh down in Wood County, we we're talking about tornado sirens, outdoor warning sirens. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to leave it at that. We will discuss it more on a future episode of Off the Radar, but let's just say maybe what is the usefulness of some of those outdoor warning sirens now that it is 2019? Well, we could spend a lot of time mm-hmm. delving into that. <laughs> yes, we could, but we'll save that for another episode. This one's all yours, John, and what makes you special? Plus, Lauren was on there. Yeah, we already did have a guest. There you go. Thanks, Lauren, for coming on. Thank you for listening. As always, subscribe, rate. We're glad to have you out there. Glad to have you along for another season of Off the Radar.